always behave himself and do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. I heard a quote the other day.、Um, it said, "Ask not for an easy life, but ask for the strength to endure with a difficult one." Which sometimes I gotta admit, not exactly what I want. Not exactly sounds like a lot of fun.、Um, you know,、uh, reminds me. You know, I before all this COVID stuff happened, I.、Um, I went back to Taiwan. I think one of the first few times I've been back, and I I find out、um, through a letter. I mean, my, all my letters in Taiwan has been sent to、um, my family's,、uh, my relatives' home, and there's a letter in the mail which you know that indicated I was there was a warrant out for my arrest. There's a grand arrest、um, looking for me. Because I did not participate in military service, so in Taiwan there's mandatory military service, and it's it's been obviously been very modified over the years. It's not as extensive as what it used to be, but I still had to. And for people who are immigrants who kind of emigrated out of the country, there is an exception that you don't have to、um, do it. You just make sure though the government needs to know that you're no longer a resident of the country, so that you don't have to serve. Um, if not, they'll come and arrest you, and that was a notice. Obviously, somebody forgot. I was a child, so I didn't, you know. Obviously, somebody in my family didn't do it, and now I'm older, so now I'm responsible for letting them know that I am not immigrant. I mean, turns out it's okay because obviously I'm talking to you now. I'm not arrested, and then the prison somewhere in、um, Taiwan, we went to the. In the city hall, and they're very nice. They put the stamp on, you know, make sure that you report back to us every time we return to Taiwan, so that it doesn't create this mess. So apparently, every time we return to Taiwan, there's a number of things that will happen.、Um, one of it being that、um, I have returned to the country, but I need to them know that I'm not staying for good, so then I don't have to serve military. I mean, I'm 38 now, so、um, I think the statutory age is 36. I don't think it's no longer relevant. I'm too old for the military. They don't want. This body being a drag in their system, but um, you know the reason why that quote reminded me of this is because all the men in my family have served in the military. You know, my grand, my grandfather, um, both my grandfathers, my dad, um, you know, my uncles. I mean, there are a few uncles in my in my family that did not serve because they had um illness that was. Either debilitating or they become disabled. So I mean, they again, much like a thirty-eight-year-old, they want don't want your broken body in there, bring other people down, especially during a hostile situation. But you know, my my um, you know my um, my grandpa was a lifetime、uh, military personnel.、Um, You know, he dedicated his life to the military. I don't really know much、um, other than the fact that my my mom's side of the family are military family, and they they were part of you know a lot of the tension that was you know in Taiwan with China and you know obviously the military needs to be 
aware stuff like that so you know that that's i mean that's the extent of my knowledge i i'm sure i can find out more um but i you know that's a conversation that i guess i need to have with my mom um but my dad was also in the military and what i do know is he was a medic and he you know because one of the things is either you graduate high school you go to university if you don't then you're drafted into the military or if you complete university, then you got to go to the military prior to starting your profession. So my, my dad was obviously, um, you know, finishing medical school and then he went to the military. And of course, because you have medical experiences, you're now a medic. And he was a medic in the infantry. He was part of the army. Um, there are obviously much like any other country, different divisions of military. There is the army. There is the um, Air Force, there's the Navy, you know, my, one of my uncles was a, um, in the Air Force, which everybody laughs at him. I think Air Force is the same everywhere in the world. They don't do anything. They just kind of chill all day. He doesn't fly. He's not a pilot. He doesn't fly planes. So he just chills, um, which everybody makes fun of him of. I, I guess the training is not as rigorous. Um, my, um, uncle Vincent, who's no longer with us, um, was actually a, um, his job was to kill livestock on boats and feed um, the people because you can't bring meat on the boat. They don't stay uh, fresh very long and, you know, f you can't exactly freeze everything. So they bring livestock and they kind of, you know, keep them alive on the boat. His job is to kill them and actually cook them. So interesting, interesting um, <laughs> professions. Um, but my dad was the medic and... One story he told me, and, you know, he always tells me stories that are humorous. You know, maybe that's where I get my funny from. But what I realized was maybe this is his way of garnering strength to deal with a situation that's really not fun. You know, there's a lot of suffering in this situation. I mean, nobody wants to be a be in the military, the star there, you know, unless you are, that's something you look forward to. I'm not saying everybody, but most people don't. And especially if you're drafted, you're there kind of because you have to. And that's, that's, can be validating when you don't have a choice. Um, but the story he told me was that um, a lot of um, soldiers, they, they get passes on the weekend if they're at the base. So a lot of them, especially, you know, the higher ranking officers will leave and the ones that are not married will go and, um, you know, visit the red light district and, um, you know, have their fun. And they will come back um, oftentimes, sometimes with STDs. And sometimes they will get the clap, um, which um, they will need medical attention it is a you know bacterial infection. So chlamydia, for those who don't know what the clap is. And then they come to my dad for a shot. And so they usually come for the penicillin shot. And so what my dad would do is you give him two shots. Now, not both shots are not both penicillin. One is penicillin. The other one, he purposely would give them vitamin C. And the reason why he gives them vitamin C shots, because one, it's not going to kill them. It's actually good for them. But two, it hurts like crazy. And, you know, as you know, most people get their shots on their arms, but he will also tell these officers, um, you know, who are womanizers, um, that you got to do on the butt. So, you know, they will get the penicillin and vitamin C shots in the butt, and they can't sit for like a week because it's so sore. 
that that's something he told me he used to do in the military and he, he really saw the joy in that but i i know you know spending i mean there's years you gotta be in the military for i think it's two years or three years depending you're in air force is longer three years because apparently if you're chilling three years is not a big deal but it can be easy two years and that quote just kind of reminded me of the story because my dad never asked for an easy life it kind of it couldn't have been easy having two kids it couldn't have been easy having you be the bread maker of the family. Couldn't have been easy. He had to move to a whole new country in the, in the middle of his life after everything he learned becomes irrelevant and start over. But I, I think what he did demonstrate is wherever you get it from, get the strength to endure a difficult life. Because it's a hard road to heaven. You know, that's, I don't know if what religion you believe. I'm not religious particularly, but it's a hard road to heaven. And the reason is because it's heaven. It's everything good. And that's why it's an easy road to hell, because it's everything bad. I mean, that, if it's, if your life is easy, then heaven wouldn't make any sense, would it? You know, it's a hard road to heaven, and that, the path that he has shown me. Anyways, that's 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 the story for this week, and um, I I don't know if um, my brother sometimes injects people with vitamin C. I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna ask him. I don't. He does. I don't think he does. I think that's against um, any type of Hippocratic oath or <laughs> ethical boundaries as a medical doctor. I think my dad's able to do that because he's in the military, and there's really no say other than the medics. So. But that is this time's um, story and this episode. I hope you're all doing well. Um, you know, I hope you're staying healthy. And uh, I hope you get the strength to endure a difficult life or at least find some joy in it. And I'll see you next time with a brand new story on being the son of Smiley. Take care of yourselves, everybody.